Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. I wanna I wanna learn a few things today. I first wanna welcome Chatz back and welcome Chatz's father. There are a few things I want to share on Shabbos, on Leil Shabbos, I shared a Reb Tzadok with the Chevra that I want to talk about for a few minutes. I think it's an important Reb Tzadok, I think it's an important mission, and I want to talk about it for a few minutes. There's a lot of different animals have different halachas, and every, we all have our things that perk us up. One of the things in my own learning that gets me excited, we're learning about Bakama now, about animals, that definitely speaks about animals. When I learn sogyas about animals, that's something that does get me, it, it, it talks to me. Now there's, because Hashem made me that I like animals. That's, so it does, it, does, it does perk me up. That's something that I've seen over the years. Now there's, the, the Mishnah in Kalim says that sea animals are not metamah. The corpse of a sea animal is not metama. That's the halacha, has no level of tumma, the corpse of a sea animal. With one exception. Every sea animal, the corpse is not tame, except the kelevayam. The sea dog, the kelevayam, which is a shayla, what the kelevayam, what animal is that? But there's one animal of the sea, Shimshi, that's different than all the other sea animals. All sea animals, their corpse is not tummy. And there's one sea, we, all of us know these are deep, everything in Tyre has deep roots. All of us are aware, what's the difference between sea animals and land animals? What's it, give me some halachic difference, Sviki, between sea, they don't need shchita. Fantastic. Sea animals need no shchita. And land animals need shchita. You ever wondered why that's so? <clears throat> that alone needs a pshat. In Kabbalah, and there is in Yanim that are way out of my league. The sea is the place that's considered closest to Hashem. A human being cannot survive in the sea, and the sea is considered the place as natural kesher to Hashem. The reason shchita is not needed somehow connects that the sea is considered a place of tremendous closeness to Hashem. It's interesting, a lot of spiritual people are very aquatic. There's something called the mikvah. There's something called mikvah. A lot of very spiritual people like fishing. And the, the sea is considered a place very, very close to Hashem, even more than land. I'm sorry? No, I ain't her in the sea. There's a lot, there's a, there's, I once heard a share from Rav Eitan Fine or Shleta about the Yam. He gave like a long share about the Yam. My wife and I went to a lecture from him. Massive Talmud Chacham, he explained about the Yam. There, every Allah has deep reasons why, but I want to discuss one Allah, speaking and get to the source and, and speak about something. 
Binyamin. So there's a halacha that all sea creatures, their corpse is not tummy, except this kelevayam. The sea dog, its corpse is tummy. Why is it different? It's a sea animal. The answer is it's not called the sea animal. You know why? Because under duress, it runs out of the sea. And it's interesting, it spends most of its time in the sea, but when it's threatened, it runs out of the sea. It's safe place, yes? And the safe place is called the Kelevayam. We have to figure out. It's called the Kelevayam because it spends most time in the yam. But you don't call other fish. It's interesting, Mardcha. You wouldn't... I'll tell you something funny. The, the nurse here... Mardcha asks, why is it called the Kelevayam? Sometimes if it's called that, you know it's not that. The nurse, Nurse Ralph said, I've been in many environments that they say we're a family. And he said, and whatever, they never say it, and they are. <laughs> and my, my son, my son some, I don't think he was responding to Nurse Ralph. Somebody spoke about this, we're a family. And my son like awkwardly said to his brother, you're my brother. You don't say to your brother, you're my brother, because he is. You don't need to say it. It's like, he's your brother. The fact that it's called Kelevayam is alone the dog of the sea. If it's a sea animal, you don't say, the fish of the sea is fish. Fish live in the sea. It's Kelevayam Gufa because it's not. You know what I mean? It's, it's the Kelev that seems to hang out in the yam, but it's not called rooted in the yam. Now, there's something I've run me very deep that I want to share with the guys. Now, where is the Kelev? You look what it does under duress. The basketball team practices plays over and over and over. And there was a, I, I love coaching. And guys always rebel against it. I got the play. I got it. I got it. It's the funniest thing. People can have a play. Then all of a sudden you're playing another team and they trap and everybody forgets everything. Because under duress, you revert back to you. You can know something, but under duress... I, the, the, in, in a basketball game, till you could practice and it becomes you, I don't, you can know it, but it's not you yet. And a lot of the purpose of practice is to make it you. How do you know what's you, what you do under duress? When you pressure what you do. I, my kids and I were driving back from Boom! my son and I was going to, very good, Avesi. Avram got it? We were, aye, aye, aye. we were driving back from my parents. We were driving back from my son and Shine. We had sold chametz with him. And we were driving back home, and we passed the 7-Eleven, and, and it's, a, it's a whole story. The bottom line is, the worker in 7-Eleven knew English, and he was friends with all the guys in the yeshiva and spoke English. And he runs to my car, i driving on Cook, on Cook Street, and he runs to the car screaming in Spanish. He didn't speak a word of English. He was freaking, and under duress, he didn't speak English. He started panicking and freaking. He's knocking on my car as we open it up. He's trying to say something. I don't understand Spanish. He sat down in my car and just was violently pointing. At the end, we chased the car. He was telling us to chase, and we chased the car around Waterbury. The guy was running away. We ch- it turned out, we chased him for, I don't know who we're chasing. Did the guy hurt somebody? Did he mug him? But he had us chasing a car that I was trying to catch up to. He was in the backseat. My kids were scared out of their brains. I'm doing a car chase. I don't know why I'm chasing the guy. But he's yelling in Spanish. I'm just, okay, he clearly was hurt by that guy. And we're chasing. 
The bottom line is the car gets away and I drive him back to 7-Eleven. You can look online. That guy in that car we're chasing drove his car right into the middle of 7-Eleven through the wall. And he drove in. You know, you hear the word term drive-through? This guy took it literally. 7-Eleven became a drive-through. The guy drove through the wall of 7-Eleven. I've seen it on video. On TV. You can look online. You can look online, 7-Eleven of Waterbury. The guy literally drives up to the counter. Somebody was by the counter, jumped on the counter. A lady saved her life. And the bottom line is he wanted us to catch that car. The guy drove through his store. But my point there is a cool story. But under duress, this guy who worked in 7-Eleven, who English was his second language, under duress, he knew no English anymore. When you're under pressure, a lot of things get to your essence. And the sea dog, who spends most of the time in the sea, is not called the sea animal because under duress, it goes to dry land. Now, there's a lot to think about there. Where you go under duress, who are you really? I want to give an example. This is not the thought I want to bring out. A lot of people in their life create friends and think their friends are closer than their parents. A lot of us, and I'm not saying not to create friendships, but we ignore maybe mom, we ignore dad, and we almost feel like, and there are challenges with our parents, but I think it's very important to remember that in the darkest, deepest times of life, the one who are there for us are mom and dad. When a guy goes through difficulty, and that's just a fact, and don't, don't lose sight of that fact. We lost two friends in the yeshiva, Eli and Dani, and it had many impacts on my life. Just their lives, the specialness, and losing them had much impact on my life and many of the chevra's life. One of the things I learned, I was very close to both of them, very close. As was Sviki's dad was like this with Dani. I was very close. And if somebody would have asked at that time, I, I don't say I actively felt this way, but if somebody would have asked, I would have said my, par- my love matched that of a parent. I promise I acknowledge that their parents love them more than me. It's just a fact. I saw it. And I care about their death till today. Their petir still. It's difficult, but it's not like a parent. The love of a parent, nobody matches. When you speak to a parent, Chez's father's here. Chez's father loves him more than me. That's a fact. When you speak to parents, when schools, you go to a PTA sometimes, you forget who loves the kid more. You're spoken to as if, like, parents love their kid, and a kid should remember that fact. With whatever challenges there are, it matters under duress where you'll run. And keep in mind, under the darkest, hardest times in life, the one who's there the most are parents. That's just very, you can't deny that truth. It's not smart to live not with the truth, just not a smart thing, and to be aware. So this sea animal, to all external eyes, he's a sea dog. He's pushing, he's always in the sea. He's not a sea dog. Because under duress, he dry, l- runs to dry land. And it's important to know that his place of chaos his place of life is the dry land. He hangs out at the sea. But, w- but when it comes down to when he's under duress, and he runs the dry land. There's something very deep about that halacha that's intriguing to me. The guy hangs out. Now, I'll t- all this, I'll tell you, Rami, why I want to study this. I didn't come to speak about parents being our closest friend. 
I'll tell you what I want to share with the guys, and it's a lot of what I want to create, Sviki, what I want me and you to get to. It's a lot what I'm thinking about during Elul. And I want you to hear this point. But again, the visual and everything in Tyre is deep. The visual and the place we're studying is a sea dog. I, I'd love to study this animal. Does anybody, an expert, Yisrael May, I didn't ask him yet. Does anybody guess what this sea dog is that hangs out in the yam, but under duress is in the dry land? Naftali. I'm sorry? An otter, I love you. Brilliant. That's brilliant. He said an otter. Somebody else said, you, he wanted to say a seal. Why did you say an otter over a seal? I'm curious. I would have said a seal. Say that I'm not hearing. That's so cool. That's very cool. That's very cool. It's an otter. A seal is what I was thinking. I need the visual. I'm a visual learner. I need to see the animal. A, a seal and an otter both fit such a profile that on the one hand they look like an animal of the sea. They're, they're, they swim beautifully and are busy at the sea. Under duress, when they're in trouble, they're running to dry land. An otter is fascinating to pick an otter. They're very good and swift and swim great in the sea. But under, it's funny, another animal I was thinking, but I don't know if this is true. An animal that hangs in the water, I was going to say now... Interesting. Alligators are both. It's interesting. You do see. It's a good animal that's both. What's a huge animal that's both? That's hippo. A hippo. Hippo. Yeah, a hippo runs to water. Hippos are huge animals that hang out with they, They're good swimmers. I saw them swimming. <laughs> Did you check that out? Yeah. They, you, check, they, they checked it out. Mike's in <laughs> They walk, but he says they don't swim in the water. The bottom line is, what do you say? They run away. They go on to land when they're in trouble. So a seal or an otter is probably the animal if you want a visual. What the, what the Mishnah says is this sea dog that hangs out in the sea a lot is not called the sea animal because under the rest it goes on the dry land. So you may hang out somewhere a lot, but that's not you. And there are things that determine who you are. What you do under duress, that's who you are. It's interesting. You know there's a line, there's no atheist in a foxhole? Under duress, people pray is not the shot that they're desperate so they'll try anything. Do you understand? Was anybody here? I was on a plane. You know planes sometimes shake the plane? This, I was on a plane that dropped what appeared to be 100 feet. I don't know till today if that's dangerous. I can't figure out, even when planes have turbulence, is that dangerous? I have no idea. All the stewards, when the stewardesses act very calm, I can't get they're tricking us. It seems to just be normal that plane have turbulence. I don't know if it's dangerous. Certainly seatbelt in. You don't want to go flying. It's dangerous to bang into the guy in the seat next to you. But um, I was on a plane that dropped 100, that what appeared to be 100, they dropped. I have no idea if that's different than turbulence. It doesn't feel normal, a plane to drop. I was on a plane that dropped. It could be it wasn't dangerous. It is. I just don't know. But that's what happened. Everybody on that plane that drops, you can be sure people are praying. 
It's not because desperation, I'll try desperate matters, it's where people turn, it's because that's who we are. Before people pass away, atheists, before people, before an atheist passes away, he prays. Not because he's desperate and willing to try, because that's who he is. Because we have a soul, and that's the deepest place inside of a person. That's the truth. So there's no atheist in a foxhole. It's not because under duress, under duress he acts different. Under duress his stupidity falls away. And all of a sudden he prays. All his shaitas, all the Gemara says that Titus, Titus stabbed the Pereiches, and the Gemara, the Mish, the Gemara says he thought, Savar Haragas Atzmai, he thought he like did something to God. Four minutes later, he's drowning at sea. I'm saying four minutes. A few lines later in the Gemara. He's drowning at sea, and he says, God, I want to talk to you. Then, um, you're talking to God? The answer is that the deepest place in a person, a person knows the truth, under duress, reveals the deepest place. What I want to say to the guys, and this is, this is, this is Ezzy, what I want to get at. You have your own entitlement, and it makes me think all of Torah. There are many areas we can think about. We can think who our deepest friends are. In terms of parents knowing they're our deepest friends, I think that should matter. But I'll tell you, Tzviki, what I want to talk about. A guy can do a lot of good stuff, and a guy can be a big masmid, but that's not his place of chaos. What brings life? What energizes? What charges a person? I want a person. We, we've been saying with David Hashem during Elul, and David Amelach says, Shifti bives Hashem kol He used the word Shifti. Shifti and the very name Yeshiva, Yeshiva means chaos, to sit. But Yeshiva, Klal Yisrael calls it Yeshiva. It's not the goal to visit the Beis The goal is to find chaos to find energy, to find life, to find that I want to be here. I, I, this, I, I'm comfortable here. I'm settled here and I want to be here. You could have two guys. You have a guy who's in the base medrash 18 hours a day and he doesn't, he's not a guy in the base medrash. Under duress, he runs. Now he's trying to be a good boy. And people are so proud. He's the big masmid of the yeshiva. I want him to have a relationship to Tyra that he loves this. I would rather, again, I'm not coming to rank hours and numbers, but the goal is to form a relationship to Tyra that it's your place of chaos. You are more connected to the yam. You could have an animal that hangs out in the yam less, and it's called the yam animal because its chaos is in the yam. Because under duress, that's where he runs. Because when it boils down in the important times, that's where he is. You have another animal that's completely in the yam. That's not a yam animal. What do you mean? It's there all day and all night. But under the rest, he's out. What all of us want in our own growth in Ruchnius is to find a chios in Ruchnius, to find the place that we attach, that we connect, that it resonates. Now, we'll have times, nobody should feel bad. I don't say when you're learning that if you want to add to the base measures, don't keep learning. There are times we have all different parts, but I'm talking about what we're aspiring to. Along the way, there are times we'll want out, we'll want to run. What we're aspiring to is Shivti Bidei Sashem, the sense that this is where I want to be. I have found my chaos is here. 
I want when you're 20, Tzviki, I want when you're 20, 30, 70, 90, 500, all the days of your life, that you have a chiyos and ruchnius. This is what I want to do. This is where I want to be. That shivti beveis Hashem kol mechayai. I want to be Shabbos. I want to dwell here and be kavua on the base Hashem. I have found my chiyos. This is what I want. That's what we're looking for in our own ruchniyistika journeys. In such, a, in such a world, you have to look for a type of tire that resonates by you. And don't be afraid. It will take time. It will be a journey to find it. You'll learn different, different svarim at different points of my life have meant different things to me. But I'm looking for that safer, for that mesechta, for that, that type of learning, that style of learning, that this is as... By the way, for some people, learning very fast gives them chiyos. I have seen people that what floats their boat is a certain fast learning. I've seen people a slow learning, very slow and careful and iyun, and different styles within iyun, and different svarim within that, and different svarim in machshava, and moser, and all, in ashkaf, and all different areas. But what we're looking for is that we find this gives me chaos. This is something I'm connected to, I'm excited by, this means something to me. We read the Pasuk in the parasha this past week, that the difficult places that people come, a life devoid of Hashem, is they didn't serve Hashem b'simcha v'tov levav. The goal is to connect to Ruchnius, that it matters, that it's important. Slowly to develop the friendship with. If you noticed in the yeshiva, that the system of the yeshiva is not to start everybody stark. And then as the year goes on, you see people fading away. Till Saifsman, there's very few people left in the base medrash. Here, the system, Shiurim, are very small now. I'm, compl- I'm very happy with that. I see Rabbi Russ out with a couple of guys, and they're learning. Then a guy moseys in and sees a little bit and feels it out. I want a guy, find your shear, find your chavrusa, find your schedule. Find your place in Ruchnius that you connect to, that it means something, and build on there. Encourage that, develop that, build on that, but ultimately finding your chiyos. One of the ways a person, one of the ways a person knows, Shmuel, if you found your chiyos, we have things in our life that tire us out and things in our life that energize us. I want this space medish to be a place when you walk in, you feel awake, you feel alive. You walk in and you're just more energetic. You could tell in certain environments they make you tired. You're all of a sudden tired and lifeless. And you have to ask yourself, why am I tired and lifeless? Something's not, some part of you is not connecting to this, that it's taking away your energy. It's taking away, you don't have chaos here. And I want a guy to have a tremendous chaos in Ruchnius. I want that under duress, this is what he would do in the most pressure times. There are stories of a lot of tzaddikim and gedolim. Anybody who's read Holocaust stories, one of the most inspirational aspects is under difficult times, big people keeping mitzvahs. It's not normal under the craziest of times that they're doing a mitzvah, that that they're doing something precious. In many ways, that's Megala, that that's where they got their chiyas from. They were attached to it. This was important and it was precious. That's a tremendous gilu, under duress. They really see animals. 
Because under duress, they stay in the sea. That's what I'm looking for us all to build, a deep and profound connection. It takes time to build friendships. Slowly you build it, slowly. I went for a walk with Gershi, with Gershi Gershim Pagro today. At first, it's, we don't know each other. It was a little even uncomfortable, and you're talking. Friendships are built. It don't happen in a minute. All of a sudden, you bet. Slowly you talk, you spend time a little bit, you share a little bit together, and slowly your friendships build. Ruchnius works the same way. I don't like asking a bacher, be stark. That's not how friendships are built. What type of friendship comes like that? It's not how friendships are built. Sorry. Me and Gershi talk deep. That would be, be weird to do. Slowly, we met. I didn't even tell him about my like for the Mets. Didn't even come up yet. Can you imagine? How, but just a little bit. I, I wasn't sharing that yet. <laughs> yeah, maybe this year you don't admit it. Last year you do quicker. It's true. That sounds like a Met fan. Next year was I. That's, that's this, this Chazal, Rabbi Isai, about the Kelevayam. The Kelevayam is something that I want us all to think about and to slowly develop in Ruchnia, slowly, comfortably, healthily. The words matter, a healthy relation. You know, Yair, what a healthy friendship looks like. I want you to develop a healthy relationship to Torah till the point that this you're deeply connected, and that's built slowly, comfortably, and healthily, till you have a relationship too. You could do it less and be closer too. You have a healthy relationship with. So you could even do it less. You could be in the yam less and be more of a yam animal than a kel of a yam, who's in the yam much more, but doesn't have a deep relationship to the yam. You know how you know that? Under duress, he's out. The goal is to develop that relationship that even under duress, this is what you do because you're connected there because that's what you want. That's the gili. So that was the first thing that I wanted to share with the chevra. I wanna I wanna read a Pasuk. I'd like to read a Pasuk in Kiseitse two parishes ago and talk about a Pasuk in the Torah for a few minutes. The Minag in Musar Yeshivas. In Musar Yeshivas they were very, very busy in Elul, specifically with Ben Adam Lechaveri. It's a time of Kirvas Hashem, of closeness to Hashem. The main way to get close to Hashem is to be godly. In the physical world, closeness is measured by proximity. Shlomo and I now close. In the spiritual world, closeness is measured by similarity. The way to get close to Hashem is to be godly, is to tap into the godliness inside of us. That main place is to be a giver. Rav Desla wrote about this a lot in Kuntras HaChesed, is to be a giver. In, in yeshivas, in Musa yeshivas, what they worked on hard during Elul, is, is Ben Adam L'chaveri, is caring more about others, being more attuned and sensitive to others. I would like to read a Pasuk in the Torah. 
and I'd like to study this Pasuk and the Torah with the guys. It's talking about Ashavas Aveda, returning a lost item. And the Pasuk by Ashavas Aveda says as follows. Lysera, don't see the Shara Chichai Seyainidachim. Don't see the shar of your brother or the set or his law sheep visalam to mayhem and you'll look away. Hashem Tishivin Lachecha. Go return it. Don't see it and look away. Rather, Hashem Tishivin Lachecha. Rather, you shall return it to your brother. Don't see it and look away. The Torah says, don't see his shar, this salam tamayam, and look away. Don't do that. Rather, hashiv teshidim lachecha. Rather return it. Maish, why did God write it so funny? To say, if you see his shar, if you see his shar, return it. It's written so interesting. Don't see it and look away. Rather return it to him. Elio, why is it written? There's something very odd, Sviki, about the way it's written. Don't see it and look away, rather return it. Say, if you see, the Pasuk should write it. If you see his shar or his return it. But it writes it, don't see it and look away, rather return it. Why is it written such a funny way to say not to look away, rather return it? What I, what I would like to say why Hashem wrote it such a funny place, I think it's very, very natural to care for another. The natural state of a person is to be caring for others. I think we, can, we, we have that very organically and naturally. I like in yeshiva when guys, older guys care for younger guys. Newer guys, older guys, people who have been here longer care for a newer guy. I think that's natural. I think that's very organic to care. I think we're constructed that way. I think we break down. That's the godliness that's deep inside of us. We care. I think for all different reasons, we break that which is natural. And the way Hashem writes it, instead of saying, if you see it, return it, saying, don't look away. Don't see it with salam and look away. Don't break that which is natural. You almost have to, the almost the flow would be to return it. Don't look, see it and look away and like, you do an action to break that which is natural. Then there's a line, there's a line of Reb Chaim Velazhin and I want to say, he says, A person was only created to be good for another. I don't just think that line was said to mean that, that, that successful, like important activity is to do for others. I think we are born instinctively with a want for others. I think it's instinctive in a person to be, to be there for others and different types of insecurity stop that instinctive drive to the point that it doesn't say when you see it, help him. It says when you see it, don't turn away. Don't break that, just don't turn away, help him out. Do what you instinctively will do, help him out. Don't see it and turn away, rather help him out.
The Pasuk says the same thing by, by Hakama. It says, don't see the Chamara Chichai Shayra Neiflum Baderech Bisalam Tamehem. Don't see it and pull yourself away. Hakim Takim, do the natural thing and help him out. Don't break that which is natural. Some of you are driving on a highway and you see another yid instinctively. You see your brother, you run to help him out. Sometimes we have our own fears. Will I just get in the way? Do I have what it takes? Tap into that which is natural and help a person out. The minig always in yeshivas, in all yeshivas across the world, the, in Musi yeshivas, in all Musi yeshivas, they always were very, very busy in, 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 in unleashing areas of chesed, of care, of concern for the next person, specifically in Elo, when we wanna when we wanna grow the area that they were most mechazikin in all Musi yeshivas areas of chesed. I wanna mention that there's somebody in the base medrash who I've gotten to know in the last couple of years, a tremendous Baal Chesed. I'm happy he's here. And the main place of Chesed that I see in him is to his siblings, the main place of Chesed. Welcome, Reveli, to Yeshiva. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Did your son just have an up, Sharon? Mazel tov, mazel tov, mazel tov. What do you say? <laughs> Does he? I don't know. I honestly don't know. But Chaim and Shlomo, you assume so. I wouldn't put... If Shlomo was here, I'd call them together. If Shlomo is here? Shlomo's here? Let me ask Shlomo if he does. Go find out. Go find out. That's a great... That's a great... We won't put him on this, but he also has a child. Yes. I wanna. I was talking to a bacher this morning. We're ready. We're we're headed towards Shabbos Kodesh, and and I wanted a. I was talking to a guy about the first off Shabbos of the year, and I'm not saying a guy's up to this yet. It's the first. We're coming to the first off Shabbos of the year. I'm not going to ask by raise of hands, but how many guys here? You might be the younger brother in this, in this situation, or you might be the older brother. 
How many guys here have a young sibling, or were that young sibling, excited the older siblings coming home? How many guys have a young sister and a young brother who's like, you're home and it's exciting? The main place of chesed in the world is the family. The main, it's a Pasuk in Mishle, one of my favorite Pesukim in the Torah, Goyim el nafsha yish chesed. Rashi says, nafsha is mishpachtai. A man of kindness is good to his family. And how many people have a younger sibling, or were that younger sibling, who when the older sibling came home, like excited for the older sibling, are you present to that relationship? Are you present to be there for a younger sister, a younger brother? I'm not coming to give Musr for this Shabbos Kaidish because it's, it's early in the year. I'm only talking about what I'm striving for. I want somebody in yeshiva to become a Baal Chesed, somebody who taps into that place. We are born and we're flourishing and most ourselves when we're giving. It doesn't just mean we were created to do, means like push yourself to do unnaturally. It means it means we were born for this. It's the most us. We are the most flowing when we're caring and giving. We are tapped into the deepest place of self we're giving. Now we have blockages to that place. I admit it. We have blockages to that place and we have to uncover and figure out the blockages. The most flowing we are when we get past our blockages and we get to our essence we're most flowing when we're giving and sharing. It speaks to us to give and share. We're the, mo- the deepest place inside of us is the giver and the share. My dream, and I don't say it's happening this week, and I don't say if a guy could do it to some extent, to be aware of it to some extent, I want a guy to be very, very present to people who look to him, to turn into that giver, that ever-natural, deep place in us to be a giver. It always, to me, is like a sad scene to think about. It's like a very tragic scene to think about. The brother who comes home and the little kids are excited and the older brother has some pain or some difficulty or some challenge and he's not awake to that role of his, to that job of his. He's not awake to that situation. There are kids who are excited, you're there, who would love you to be present. The beautiful scene, the gorgeous scene, this is priceless, of the brother who comes home and he's on the floor playing some game with his little sister. That's gorgeous. That's an unleashing of such godliness. The brother, that's a stunning picture. I'm a visual learner. The picture, if you want a picture of Ruchnius, this to me is the picture of Elul. People visualize Elul intense. Elul's about a time of closeness to Hashem. My most Elul picture, if I was painting with the guys, is an older brother comes home and he has a six-year-old sister that is on the floor painting with her while playing Rummy Cub with his sister, Elul. A guy is awake to giving, is unleashing the godliness in him that he noticed his sister. Text to your sister, call up your sister, bond with your brother. When a guy's awake to the situations in his life, to the places that he was empowered to give and share and be present, I just painted Elul to you. 
you want a picture of Elul, is the brother comes home and he's on the floor painting with his sister. That's like, that to me is Elul. He's unleashed the godliness inside of himself. I want to say, you, I did not time this, and I wanted to speak about this chesed today, this picture of chesed, which I picture as a picture of Elul. It's funny to me, people create pictures of Elul that aren't there. I have a mice. Eli, Rev. Eli Guri walked in here. The closeness of those brothers, and specifically Rev. Eli, to watch him as Shlomo runs there, Chaim ran there for years, you see a brother giving to another brother and caring. That's the deepest chesed in the world. It's not the chesed that makes the papers because they're looking, a guy gave money here. and The chesed of kindness to siblings, to family members, is the deepest kindness. And that unleashes El. I want to tell you an Elul story. I was, we used to have a bus in the yeshiva. We had this very, very big bus, this old big bus in the yeshiva. And we used to drive it. Dorm counts as Rebbeim drove it. And I pulled in, it was a few days before Rosh Hashanah. And the chevra in yeshiva, there was a crew in yeshiva tzviki that I brought bowling. There was not a dorm counselor available. I drove the bus and we, we pulled into bowling. Now guys were playing very loud music on the bus and they were starting to exit this bus. And they were playing music. The guys were enjoying. It was Lebedek on the bus and they were getting out. And if I answered a call in the parking lot of Lakewood Lanes. Johnny, I drove them to Lakewood Lanes. I think today we have, why I went so far, they're much closer bowling alleys, but I'm pretty sure we drove, from, maybe we were in Waterbury, I don't remember, but I drove to Lakewood Lanes. From here we have much closer bowling alleys. The bottom line is in the parking lot, the guys are exiting with loud music, and a father called to complain. He said during Elul, his son is like busy with pants, buying him pants, jeans, he was like struggling. It's Elul. Does my son not know it's Elul? Elul. And he's like, the funniest thing, he, the father's like frustrated. I'm like hoping he doesn't hear like the loud rap music in the back. And as the bus is like shaking to rap music. And he's fetching that his son wants him to buy jeans. Remember it was jeans and Elul. Something about jeans and Elul. I think he's so distant, that father, from knowing what Elul is. He's clueless. Clueless, it's sad, it's tragic. It's a good man. He has to study as some picture. You know the most Elul-like in picture is a father bringing his son. Elul is care of Hashem, is unleashing care and giving, is becoming godly. The deepest Elul-like in picture is the father wasn't into jeans. He was not a guy who knew clothing and dressed well. And he would come out of himself and be godly and really pick out a beautiful pair for his son. I cannot picture a better Elul scene in my life. That's what I visualize as Elul. I think it's tragic. I don't know what his picture of Elul. We're not Taliban. It's not about religious ferocity and some... That's not Elul. We're talking about something deep inside that's powerful, that's godly, that's elevated, that's sublime. The deepest Elul I could picture, he doesn't know what Elul is. In Musa Yeshiva's, Elul was all about chesed. Unleashing chesed. Deep, powerful, the word natural, organic. A father loves his son. If the father would minus all, it's very hard. Your kids into jeans, in shul, they make fun of him. I said the organic thing is to do chesed. You know why it's hard for this father? It's a big Nisayan. I understand it. 
He's human. You walk into shul, and your kids in jail. That's that's. I'm not making fun of that. That's a hard challenge. So you have to overcome a little bit something. If he could work through that, work himself through it. What's most natural is I love my son. And you unleash the godliness of being there, present in your son's life. And he'd be buying his kid a pair, forgetting his own stuff. I can't picture a bigger L. I joke and I promise it was just the way it worked. I'm in a bus full of guys playing music in front of a bowling alley. He's fetching about an Elul buying his son. I was thankful I was in that bus. I felt very Eluldic because the guys needed to go bowling. Erev, Erev Rosh Hashanah, Erev Yom Kippur, I can't think of like a deeper Elul is coming out of myself. I do not, I do not enjoy, I'm not a bowler, not much of a bowler. I'm, we could talk about bowling a different time. What? Yeah, it depends. I don't know if it was NF. The bottom, the bottom line is, is that the, the, the deepest picture of Elul, the deepest picture of Elul is a human being unleashing the godly giving. That's the deepest picture of Elul. In Musi Yeshivas, they were busy that a person was trying to assist another. It's a serious month. Azman of Ali, of Ruchnius. My visual of Elul is that guy returns home and he's kind to his sister, he's present to his sister. That's a very, very Eluldic scene of a guy tapping into the godliness that's there and he's noticing his sister who he forgot about for all different reasons and his own worries and he's tapping into a deep place inside of himself. Certainly my dream of the year is people should be present to the place in their life that they can give and share. The father present with his son is an Elul scene and a scene for of unleashing the Ruchnius, a father there for his son, a brother there for his sister, a brother there for his brother. Those are Elul scenes, those are scenes of giving in our life. I think it's deep inside of us. It's the deepest place. We talk about finding your chaos. The deepest place inside of us is a, is a desire to give and share and be there. We're created for that. We were born for that. We literally were born for that. I want to read another Pasuk. I would like to read another Pasuk going back to Kiseitse.
the pasuk describes the pasuk describes kikach ish isha chadasha. The pasuk describes if a man gets married to a lady, layetze batzava. He's not allowed to fight in the army after he gets married. He has an iser daraisa layetze batzava. He's not allowed to go in the army. Vlayavra of lechol daver. He can't leave her for any matter. Any matter. Naki yiyelubesay. He should be naki. The word naki means clean, but it means here in context, it means available. Naki yiyelubesay shana achas. He should be available for his wife for one year. Vesimaches ishtay shalakach. He should bring her joy. Yismaches ishtay. He should bring her joy, the wife that Asharlokach. He took his wife, he should be available and focused on his wife. For one, I have a Shiloh. I have a Shiloh that I'm a Supik. I'm curious what the guys hold about this Shiloh. When I read this Pasuk, is Vesimaches Ishtay Asharlokach only for a year or a lifetime? The Pasuk says, and I'm a Supik, how to read this Pasuk. If a man marries a lady, he's not let to fight. He's not let to do anything. For one year, he has to be available for his wife. I'm not sure Kalman's a chusen. That he has this mission to make her happy, to bring joy. Is that a command for the whole life, her whole life? Or that just means the first year? The Pasuk says, At the beginning, he has to be exceedingly focused. As halachas, he's not letting be busy. In order to be mekayim, a lifetime of a simach I'm very misopic, Kalman, or only for a year. I do want to challenge that either way, that the mission of a husband to his wife is to be available and to be there present and to be focused on his wife. He has a tzivoy, especially the first year, to be available, to be present to that relationship. No, so it means in order, the pshat is in order to have a lifetime of being there. At the beginning, it takes bigger focus to get to that place. Then he'll be at that place to spend a lifetime no, so at that place. I did my chiyam already. Could yeah. it be to, like, to learn for a year how to enjoy your wife? Right, right. that's what I assumed. That, I assumed also it's a training. I'm not even convinced the simash is might be forever. To get to that place, that how did you read the pasuk? I'm not sure. That even v'simach's a year. I had v'simach's forever. To get to that place of v'simach es ishta shalakach, he has to be naki el v'simach's to get. That that also means the shalakach's. I wasn't sure. Could you let's 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 check? I'm I'm I want to see how the how the shari iron brings it. Let's see that. I'm gonna get a shari iron. One second. Uh, 
a sticker. Oh, it's a sticker. Yeah. It's, uh, just, uh, just works, just fits perfectly? Yeah. So it's cool. Crazy, yeah. It's almost It's close enough. I had a clear case. I used to have a clear case. It wasn't mag. What? Get one, and I'll give you these. It wasn't what's called. It wasn't mag. I'm getting. A, I'm getting a new case. It's just. It's clear, but it's like foggy. I'll put that in. Yeah, it's fine. Daniel Munchik, we hope you're listening. Wishing you well. Wonder how you're feeling with your head, Johnny. Just wanted to call you. I know it's been a while. The Anuka says, talking about water, it's the holiest thing in the world. The Anuka states, because I want to meet with you after the dance. I know. Johnny, you're Johnny. I was saying before, water is, uh, the, I saw the Anuka says, to the governor, should protect our water. It's the holiest thing in That's what he told them? I don't know what that means. You went, you went, you saw the Inuka? Some real stuff. It's like, it's real stuff, Iggy. It's like real, like, you feel something? Yeah. The great Inuka. Yeah. He does it twice a week. Twice a week? Twice a year. Twice a year. Oh. Twice a year he does it? Twice a year. Does what? <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not normal. Yeah. Twice a year what? Twice a year he finishes Kalatari. And Kalatari means... Kalatari means Gemara and... Mishnah. 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 Yeah, yeah. It's not like it's not normal. What? Yeah, yeah. What up, Ayanuka, the young one. That's his name. What? It's like Ayanuka, the young one. Oh, the one. Yeah, he's in Ayanuka. I didn't realize he was talking about it. What? Not better than. Ravezi, the Rishonim say Lahedya. Daniel, the Rishonim say Lahedya. V'simach esishta is means that Shana. He brings from the Chenach. Shenitztavinu sheyismach achasan imishtai shanachas. He should rejoice with her one year kilaimer, meaning to say shloyisa chutz leir latzeis lemochama. So he's saying even the Simchas that year, he brings here, the point is that it's establishing a certain relationship. The point is that it's establishing a certain relationship. I wanted to just bring out 
What I want to bring out from this Pasuk, and the Pasha Pshat is saying, is when a person gets married, Naki Yelubesai, focus in for Shana Achas, be busy being the Sameacher, and the Chiyav is that year. What I want to just bring out is that the Torah's mitzavet to be present for the relationships that we're supposed to give to. A man has a tzivoy, an intense year, in order to start a relationship that he's extremely focused, he's supposed to spend a lifetime being a husband. He has a tzivoy the first year to establish the relationship. Even war, where he's a he's a he's a he's an eligible soldier and a necessary soldier, he can't go fight. He can't go elsewhere away from his wife. Dwell with her, and the Torah is saying, not the Be present to the relationships that we're supposed to have. So I wanted to bring this pasuk, this sivui on a husband. And just to learn for us all in the relationships that we have, many of us here, we do have chasanim and married, but all of us have relationships. We have siblings, we have parents to be present for those relationships. To take from this sivu, yivachasim to his kala, with the Torah's mitzvah, it's a new relationship, and he needs focus. He's not let it be busy with other things. Be present to that relationship. I say to us all in the relationships of our lives, be present to them. If you're home and you have a little sister, you have a little brother, be present to that relationship. Not to your sister, to your brother, to your parents, to your grandmother. Be present to our relationships. This is a very Elul topic. A topic of unleashing the kindness, the godliness that's inside of us. Like I said, this is something all of us is a scene, an Elul scene. All of us should be Zeichem. There's... To, to unleash this kindness, this giving inside of us. There's a, there's a piece from the Chavetz Chaim that really runs through Sefer Dvarim, where he describes the tzivoy of Yerushamayim, Abbas Hashem, Dveikas Hashem, and he says the highest levels of connection to Hashem, the Chavetz Chaim writes about it, are unleashed by kindliness, by kindliness the next person. The highest madregas of Kirvis Hashem, that all of us aspire to are most unleashed by being kind to the next person. So I say to us that the biggest scenes of Elul we're holding in a week from Shabbos is Rosh Hashanah. One week from Shabbos, we're going to blow the shaifer in here. The highest scenes of Elul. We have in the base Medjish right now, we have a father visiting his son. That's an Elul scene. That's an Elul scene. A father has a day off of work. That's an Elul scene. We have a brother, we have a brother, we have Rev. Eli visiting Shloyme, that's an Elul scene. So, I say to us all, I say to us all, the Torah's mitzavah, a husband, you're building a new relationship, be present to the relationship. You're not let it go fight in wars. You're not let it run around. Be present to the relationship. I say to us all in the relationship of our lives, to tap into that mitzvah, of course, all, nobody should think, nobody learns pshat in this pasuk, that first you have to be there for him, then I'm done, chas v'shalom. You're establishing pashat 
is you're establishing a relationship. You're new to each other. So afterwards, it's true. A guy goes back to work. A guy goes back to night seder. And he could do it easier. But the Torah is talking about becoming present to a relationship. Focusing in. Making sure you're attached. And living attached. Anybody, Kalman, I have watched people be married Bahram. Not be attached, and the Torah is talking about accepting. I'm a husband, accepting a role, accepting that I'm a brother. Be be present to this relationship. It's a, it's a sorry scene. A guy comes home and his little brother is excited, and he's like oblivious to it. That's like a horror movie. Be present to the relationships of our life. Tap into that part of giving and caring and being present. We are born for that. That's unleashing a godliness inside of us. And from that place, tremendous, tremendous aliyah comes from that place. So let's be present to all the relationships in our lives. Let's unleash that godliness that's inside of us. I'm going to ask Shloyme to come forward. I apologize. Shloyme, come forward, baby. Let's go. Today's Muslim's little choppy. Shloyme, come. Ellie, I also want you to do the song we did last night. Who knows how to play it? He knows how to play it? So let's go, let's do that. Thank you. What song did you play last night? I played my brother's song. I played on piano and Mayor Gari sang. I sang too, but not the whole thing. Parts. Yeah, I gotta check out the music. Should we do it? There's Ralph. Well, wow. Let's go. 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 Let's go.
There's a song we sang in yeshiva a lot. It's, it is a Malkam Tefillah here. And I want to sing Hashem Ali Rachim. And we haven't sang it. I don't think at Masiyah this year. Have we done it at Masiyah? No. I want to sing this, that there's specific refuahs in the family that we need in our family. And I want to say, I want to pray. Each of us can pray our own thoughts and our own prayers. But Shalom, if you could do Hashem Ali Rachim, let's do it. This is the high key, is definitely.
been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 
203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.